guys. Welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is Season 7, Episode 2, The One with Rachel's Book. Book. Spooky season all year round when you say the word book. (laughs) It has been so long since I had seen Hocus Pocus, but I watched it back at Halloween. And I tried to make Ben watch it with me. Yeah, I did. I was like, okay, Ben, I don't remember, I, I don't think I talked about this um, when we were during Halloween, but I was like, Mm-mm. all right, Ben, we're going to watch Hocus Pocus. He's never seen it, of course. And then like, you know how like the opening scene is like back in the 1800s or whatever? <laughs> yes. I forgot about all that. And I was like, I was like, oh, it's not set in the 1800s the whole time. And he was like, okay. And then it like kind of got <laughs> to the part where it got like, it was present day. And then like the new kid was getting like, bullied by those two like yeah fake dweeby Um, this is ice basically what joey was dressed as as a 19 year old in the last episode (laughs) yes oh my gosh that would have been a great reference yeah just like ernie slash ice ernie slash ice and then his parents called and he's like oh i got my my dad's calling i gotta take this and then he just missed the rest of the movie (laughs) likely excuse ben I know he's probably just back there like, oh, uh-huh. How's yeah. mom? And he was like on Instagram probably. <laughs> oh man. I love Hocus Pocus. I watch it every October. It's in the I will lineup. do that. I will do that from now on. Yes. We got to see it at the dragon once. That was fun. That was a couple years oh, ago. Oh, that would that be really fun. fun. It was fun. Um, but we're not here to talk about Hocus Pocus. Sadly. Um, we are here to talk about friends. Um Happily. We've got Monica and Chandler are finally engaged. And I'm engaged. I'm engaged. The opening, uh, we get to talk about, well, Joey wants Ross to make French toast, which I feel like is a pretty ballsy move, just coming over <laughs> to someone else's house and asking them to cook for you, but whatever. Especially someone who doesn't live there. I don't know what that's all about. Um, um, and, like, Ross has to go to work. Joey, yeah. I'm assuming, does not. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um So, Monica is being annoying about her ring. You know. Yeah. I love that she's like, how long till that gets annoying? And Phoebe's like, starts (laughs) getting annoying. Yeah, yeah. But Rachel's ready to start wedding planning. So is Monica. And they pull out the wedding book. Now. (gasps) The wedding book. Have you ever seen something like this before? Do you know what? I don't think so. Because we've talked about this quite a bit. You and I were not this way inclined. Mm Mm-mm. Um, and so, no, I think that, I mean, I've seen Pinterest and I think right. that's pretty much what Yes, that that's is. true. I feel like I had all, I had binders like this, but it was just of regular cutouts from magazines, like fashion yeah. and like. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Funny. Boy you know, bands. If, and- yeah. If being a professional <laughs> magazine collager was a job, it's probably what I would have become. Well, um, it's funny that you say if, Renee, because I'm here to tell you that, uh, there is a girl at my old work who was a scrapbook consultant. Um, what? So th- that's a thing. Yep. Um, it's, wow. I can't remember what it's called, but it's essentially like, it's essentially like any of those companies where you're your own boss and you sell products and you try boss to get babe. other people to. Yes, she was a girl boss. Um, okay, cool. She, 
Yeah. So, so that does, it exists, but she was like, I have a bunch of clients. Like we do like every two months we do like a scrapbooking thing. And, and I was like a scrapbooking consultant. Like, I don't know. I was like, I, I oh. but then again, I was like, I don't know. I'm not very arty or crafty. So, so she's the CEO not... of girl boss Inc. Of boss um, babe or the w- boss babe Inc. She was like, yeah. And so if you're interested, and I was like, Ooh, I'm going to stop you. And I was like, very, very not. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> that's, um, I, I was like, I, cause I just have find that sometimes you just have to be firm. Right. And so I was like, that yes. is cool that you are into this and you're enjoying it and it's working for you. And I am yeah. like, and she was like, yeah, you know, I've got some friends that we did. And I was like, that's awesome. That sounds so fun. And then she was like, yeah, I can forward you that. And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm going to stop like, you right there. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to stop you. I was like, I, this is, I am not at all ever going to make a scrapbook. So please yeah. no thank you, but congrats and no thank you. And once again, so no thank you. I can, I can put her in touch with you if you want to be the CEO of your own scrapbooking consultancy, <laughs> no, which is what I heard I, you just say. No, I just like to. Okay, I'll put you guys in touch. I'll put you guys okay, in touch. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Do you get a referral fee? You get like Probably. a free sticker for every person you refer. <laughs> sticker. Um, Those scissors that cut so things in cool. So they pull the wedding book. Oh, yeah, yes. I did have some of those. Those were cool. I'll say that. Okay, record. anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, I love when she's like, this is organized alphabetically, geologically, square footage, da 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 And Phoebe's like, <clears throat> break it off. <clears throat> break it off yeah. now. Wow, <laughs> break it off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Monica and Chandler have their uh, – they're going to meet with the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that – I, I almost skipped over this part, which is pretty good. Chandler wants to be involved in some of the wedding-making decisions. And Ross gives the classic advice of, all you have to do as the groom is show up and try to say the right name. Wow. What a Ross, catch. He's while single, making, ladies. While making French toast. So yeah. <laughs> um, but I just, okay, what do you think here? Like, this is Monica we're talking about. Mm-hmm. He fell in love with her and is promising to marry her in sickness or in health. Does he think he actually is going to have a say to some of this stuff? Okay. I think Chandler thinks that he's a really good antidote to some of Monica's crazy because he's done a pretty good job of it in the past. I think mm-hmm. what Chandler thinks, this is just me spitballing here. So happy to be, um, I'll happy to it. be discussed. I think that um, Chandler thinks Monica, like this wedding is going to be a really big deal to Monica. So I'll, I'll get excited too. And I'll help her. Like he's not thinking like, oh, this is Monica's thing. And so she has it, she wants it perfect. And so I'm just going to show up. He probably thinks, yay, this is something we can both be excited about. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fun. I've never thought about a wedding before. And so yeah, so I think he's thinking like, not like this. I don't think he, I just don't think he knows. He doesn't realize like you just get out of the way. Yeah, I think that's a good point. He, yeah, he's just trying to be helpful, but I don't it's kind of like when this. he tried to clean the apartment, and it's like yeah. mm, your 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 intentions are correct, but no. <laughs> Rachel's like, oh Chandler, too many cooks. Yeah. Um <laughs> but I don't like. 
um, when Monica like is like lilies or roses and then just keeps leaning the lilies towards him into his face. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question before yeah. the lilies roses. So when she's like, she's like, okay, here's what I'm thinking for music, a string quartet, a blah, 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 the Bay city rollers. And then she's like, Oh no, wait, that's my fourth grade wedding. Who were the Bay city rollers? Um, the only reason I know who they are is because in love actually, Liam Neeson's wife dies and she makes it clear that she wants her final farewell to be said through the Bay City Rollers and they sing that bye bye baby baby girl bye baby baby bye you know that song it's like an oldie okay so Um, they're like the Beach Boys I think so and I think it's one of those bands where like we would definitely know several of their songs we just don't know it's them right okay you know are they um, like a like the Bee Gees? uh i don't know okay <laughs> all i know is it was in it sounds more like the beach boys than the Bee Gees. oh time oh, okay i've looked them up they are a scottish pop rock band yes known for teen idol popularity in the 70s so okay so it's more like the beatles i guess Right, yeah, the Beatles, the Monkees, that type of, mm-hmm. and it was pop. Okay, yeah. You um, made me believe in magic, Shangalang. Do we know any of these? Shangalang, that one's not ringing any bells. 70s. Summer love sensation. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Les McGowan from the Bay City Rollers died earlier. He died in no, he died last year, twenty twenty one. R.I.P. Les. R.I.P. Okay. I they won't be playing okay. at Monica's wedding. Also, doesn't no. it sound like a lot of different uh, music options? I was like, oh, we have a playlist. Uh, you mean the, that she names? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, she, I mean, I guess. I They're having like su- a fancy wedding, though. Yeah, I was going to say, I shouldn't be surprised that Monica's kind of going. I mean, look at how many people they invited to Jack's. 60th or whatever that's true the the geller's wedding anniversary like it's a big to do but um i it does the string quartet does sound pretty it does sound pretty i do love a string quartet i went to a fancy wedding last year and they did a string quartet like pre-ceremony and then she walked down the aisle to that and it was all like pop songs but string versions it was so pretty Mm. Um, I can't fun. remember. I think she walked down. She loves Taylor Swift. The bride does. So I'm pretty sure it was a Taylor Swift song, if I'm thinking about <laughs> it correctly. But it was strings, so it was pretty. I kind of, I was going to say, I feel like anything sounds pretty when it's played by strings. Yeah, totally. Agreed. Um, But yeah, so now they're going to meet with uh, Jack and Judy and make a big withdrawal from the Monica Wedding Fund. Mm-hmm. And um they I I I'm interested in this. So basically Monica is like, okay, we're ready. Like, how much money is there essentially? And they're like, there's no money. We bought a beach house and we sold ice on the internet and <laughs> we didn't ever think that Chandler would propose. I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah. And I don't okay, so First of all, it is really nice when people's parents pay for their wedding. 
It's so nice. Mm-hmm. They don't have to. However, mm-hmm. I think every family has their own like expectations. Kind of same thing with college. Like mm-hmm. some people's parents are going to pay for college. Some people's aren't. Some are going to pay for part, whatever. Like there's a million ways you can do these things. There's no like wrong or right way, especially now. Like now it is much more common to pay for your own wedding or the bride and groom split it 50-50. The parents split it 50-50. Like it's less that the bride's parents pay for everything and the groom's parents pay for the rehearsal dinner. Like that's just, that's one of those traditions I think we can all say like doesn't really matter that much anymore. It's not like a dowry. So, but I do think if that's kind of the agreement you've had all these years is like Mm. we'll pay for your wedding someday (laughs) you'd think they would have given her some sort of heads up like I don't know I feel like letting it get to this point is is just really terrible it's not that they're not paying for her wedding that's terrible it's that she's kind of always been under the assumption that they would and now they're like oh crap there's no money well yes so I agree with you I don't think that's that she's been under the assumption it's like so, so I was thinking when Judy says, well, once you turned 30, we kind of assumed. And I'm like, okay, well, that's your problem. Right. You can't assume that you like somebody's going to make this massive decision that like you guys, you know, and, and it's not just like, oh, well, we just kind of assumed you'd want to do your own thing. It's like this like many thousands, many tens of thousands of dollars thing. We just assumed you'd take care of it. But well, and I it, feel like. They assumed it too because it suited them because they it didn't suited have them the money. exactly. Well, you and know, then, you know, and so Monica does say you bought the beach house when I was twenty three, and so then they were like, yeah, yeah, but you know, so then we so then we started save, which is like not cool, but you know, it is their money, so okay. So say they bought the beach house, but they were like, well, we started saving again, but then they lost it. So I don't know. It does sound to me like. Monica, it sounds to me like they had told Monica that they'd pay for her wedding. And then one day they just assumed like, oh, well, she'll she'll pay. Instead of just going, hey, Monica, heads up, you know, now that you're, I don't know. I feel like they should have had the conversation. And yes, it's difficult. Or but even say, we'll split it with you. Or, you know, we, you know, it'd be lovely if they would have just been like, here's the money that we would have given you for your wedding. Here, it's yours. Just have it. Like, That'd be nice if they wanted to do something for her. Because, like, what if she doesn't get married ever, you know? Yeah. But they don't, they're don't. they not obligated to. But instead of they're just not. going, oh, well, well, we just bought something else because we assumed, like, that's Yeah, tough. that's what sucks is that clearly there's been an agreement, uh, some sort of, like, agreement yes, between Yes, there was them. an agreement. That her and parents would they... pay for her wedding someday. And then <clears throat> sometimes circumstances change. Like, but I think that this is different. They just didn't. Yeah do a good job of managing the situation and I just feel so bad for Monica not only is there no money for her wedding like once again she's you know like a second-class citizen in their family which yeah they paid for part of Ross's wedding to Emily that's a really good point that hurts hurts. that's a really good point wedding and he's the groom so it's like once again, like I said, I think that like both parents paying for stuff, I think that's awesome. However you get it done, like I don't yeah. think there's one way to do it. But, but it's to his pay second for wedding. Two I would of your never assume that somebody would pay for my second wedding. None of your daughter's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I'm when, like I'm 35 and so I'm like, well, if slash when whatever I ever get married, like I don't expect my parents to pay for it. If they offer some, that's cool, but like 
I don't expect it. But we also didn't have that. We didn't have that discussion, you know, that like, Mm -hmm. we'll pay for your blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know. It just, I also am somebody that's never like planned out a wedding for myself in my head. But you're totally right. I think, you know what? I wish Mm -hmm. at the reunion, James Corden would have asked Christina Pickles or whatever her name is. Like, did you feel bad how mean you were to Monica? <laughs> like, Because she plays it so well, but I completely forgot that they did pay for part of Ross's second wedding. Yeah, like that really two stings. seasons ago. And then mm-hmm. to be like, sorry, we don't have any money. Like what? Poor Mon. I know. I feel really bad for her. And I feel bad for Chandler because we're like, well, we never thought he'd propose. Oh my gosh. And just oh. drinking his fruity drink. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. I do also feel because they're probably retired because they're older. Like, I get it, too. Like, you know, at some point, like you kind of see your parents as like, you know, generous with certain things. But at some point, too, when parents retire and it's like they're on a fixed income, maybe they used to be able to do all that kind of stuff now. But now they've really got to look out for like they've just got to be able to plan for the rest of their lives. And it's not the same as it used to be. So I understand that, too. But. They didn't have the conversation. They didn't. And like, yeah, I just, especially because they paid for Ross's wedding. Like, and they yeah. even made, her mom made the comment, like, this may be the only wedding we get to throw. Oh, I can't. So, you know what? Know. We hate Judy Geller Club. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that sucks. And they it. come home and she's like, Monica's like, Chandler, do you think your parents will pay for it? And Chandler's like, well, my mother spent her money on her last wedding and she's saving the rest for his divorce. For her divorce. My father has his extra cash stashed away for his yearly trips to Dollywood. Um, He's like, Monica's like, they spent all the money for our wedding. And Phoebe's like, oh my God, what did you order? What did you order? And they take this line out. But when Rachel's like, you're going to have to get married in like a rec center. And Monica's like, you're right. We're going to have to take be out by six so they could take out the floor for senior swim. They took that line out. Oh, they did. Um, um, but like, Rachel, I don't. Not that she's trying. I think she's commiserating with Ra- with Monica. She's like, you don't need this rustic Italian feast. And you don't need this custom dress. You can wear off the rack. Um, and Chandler is so sweet. He is like, it's what matters is we're going to get married. And that we love each other. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I have some money. And then everything turns to Chandler. And they're like, well, how much? <laughs> and Monica says... It's enough for wedding scenario A. Now, how much money do you think he wrote on that piece of paper? I've always speculated. Really? Yeah. I'm just curious. Okay, so let's think. Okay, so he said that he's been saving for six years. Mm-hmm. He has a data processing job. <laughs> I'm guessing about 50000 That's what I thought. Yeah. Because they have a pretty fancy wedding, and Monica's got, um, she's got expensive A taste. lot of musicians she's got a to pay, and a, Greek, and a rustic feast. <laughs> yes. And I truly, like, there's no, whatever makes you happy for your wedding. Like, I didn't want to spend a bunch of money on my wedding. We spent more money, like, fixing up our backyards. So we could have a reception there. But some people have dreamed of getting married their entire lives, have dreamed of their wedding day their entire lives, and it's super important to them for it to be, like, everything they wanted. 
And I think you do you. Like if that's what you want, then that's what you should do. And for Monica, I know that this is like truly important to her Mm. to have like the wedding of her dreams, you know? So I, can I say something there? I don't disagree with you. I think where I, mm, okay, this is probably me like sitting in my ivory tower and judging and I'm just going to say it because I have the microphone and you don't, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I know what you mean about like, you know, if somebody's been envisioning it a certain way since they were like, obviously if she had to have her wedding in a rec center, she would be so bummed and she wouldn't be happy and you don't want somebody to be unhappy on their wedding day. However, I also feel like when somebody has like such like every single thing has to be so perfectly thought out and bup, bup, bup. I just, I don't know. I, I, I worry about like their expectations. Mm -hmm. And again, this is what I mean about like, well, it's not who can like, that's not my thing to worry about. Like if Mm -hmm. you're going to be disappointed and bummed, like that's on, that's, that's up to you to to set yourself up for that or not. But like, I don't know. I guess that's part of where it's like, yeah, I just, I just feel for people. And to be honest with you, I think that this is kind of weddings in general is like, if you do get married at the rec center versus if you have like the rustic Italian feast, I think no matter what, it's just so much and so many people and so much emotion that at some point things are going to be not what was wanted or expected. Yeah. Um, and so I, I guess it's kind of like the higher you set your expectations, the further you have to fall, which is a bit pessimistic. So I don't mean to think like that, but I do sometimes feel for people that are like, I've been wanting this since I was, you know, a child. And I'm like, oh, well, I hope it's everything you dreamed, you know? Yeah. But I think often people do enjoy it and maybe they just enjoy the process a lot or I don't know but I don't know sometimes they seem like they don't at all enjoy the process because wedding planning seems so stressful it is yeah Um, but I get it if you're like it's stressful but it's worth it because I want this day to be special like you know what you're I am totally with you you do you yeah that's as long as you're not asking me to do that then do whatever you want right and so like I understand why she has the audacity to ask Chandler to spend his life savings on the wedding. Sorry, you said say that again? That's why I like, I understand why, like I feel like it's very audacious to ask somebody to spend their life savings on a wedding. But Monica is one of those people where I'm like, I understand, like this is literally what you probably work for so you could have this day, you know? Um, and I also understand why Chandler flat out says no like I fully understand both of their positions and I love later can wait 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 before we get there yeah because I I think I want to say something that is also going again unpopular um I know what you mean but when you said like you understand why like when you said with Monica like this is what you save money for but she didn't save that money. <laughs> well, she was under the assumption that her parents had saved money for her. So Yes, but when then when she finds out that it's all of Chandler's life savings and she wants him to spend it. So this is where I get a little bit like, uh, and I appreciate that maybe this is an unpopular view or maybe a little bit, um, not classist, but um, something. So 
I appreciate that when they get married, let's just assume that when they get married, they're going to split their finances, right? And that it's going to be 50-50. Everything belongs to both of them. If that was me, though, I would have a real problem. And I'm just being honest with my new par- like fiance or whatever being like, okay, it's it's our money, our wedding. And like, he doesn't care that much about the wedding. And she wants him to spend his life savings on one event. Like, I just feel like that's not her call to make. But I also don't want to, like, I'm very much of the mindset that like, I don't want it to be like, well, it's his money and she gets an allowance. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not there either. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand why she asks and I understand why he says no. Yeah. Like, I I totally understand both sides. They just are looking at it from two totally different perspectives. And Monica's is... This is what I've dreamed of literally my entire life. Um, it's what matters to me, you know? I think if and it was Monica's money, then I'd get it, but it's not. I know, but that's why she doesn't get to say if it goes or not, you know? But they come back together later after he puts his foot down and is like, I'm not spending all the money on one day. <laughs> on one party. <laughs> uh, one party. Keep calling her wedding a party. You may not get invited. I love when Phoebe's I like... like Money and a firm hand. Finally, a Chandler I can get on board with. I can get on board with. I know. So funny. But they both come back later, and Monica has had time to think. Yeah. And she said, it's not fair for me to ask you to spend all our money on all all your money on the wedding. Which Um, I think And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think in the moment, it was like they had a massive problem, and suddenly the solution just showed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. it makes sense to me that she was like, okay, we can do it now. Like we thought we didn't have anything and now we have everything. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, and so she thinks about it and she's like, you know, I don't, I don't think it's right. It's not fair for me to ask you. And Chandler says, I think we should spend all the money on the wedding. And yeah. I think it's really sweet because he thought it about is. it from his side too. And he's like, I said I said I would I do would make you yep. happy and that's what we're gonna and do. And this is what makes you happy. And to be honest with you, I think because he does that, that's the and then like they have that little cute exchange oh, it's where he's so sweet. Do you wanna talk about it? You talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. And he's like she's like, What do you mean when you said you had an earmark for the future? And he's like, you know, we have a boy, two girls and a boy, and then we get a dog or a cat and our kids can ride their bikes at our little place outside the city. Like he paints this beautiful little life for yeah. them. And she agrees. Yeah. She's like, I don't want a fancy wedding. I want everything you just said. I want a marriage. I want and I think marriage. there's room for both, right? Like you're going to have totally. a marriage regardless. But like maybe we scale back. We only have one musician at the wedding instead of like three. Well, um, and I, I think that the way that he did that is perfect because it did kind of like he wasn't like – he, if this was Ross, I could, well, although Ross loves weddings and marriage, but like when Ross wants somebody to come to his side, he's very like points out the ridiculousness of their yeah. current position. And like guilt them. Yeah. Where, and so like, which makes people dig their heels in. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think the way that Chandler did this is perfect when he was like, he had, he like, they had both, first of all, they had both kind of just said like, I'm sorry and I'll see your side of it. But when then, when he painted this beautiful picture yeah. for her of wanting to like have a life with her, I, you know, I just, I don't think it could have been done any better, but I do, I don't know. I've still got to grapple Agreed. with this in myself. Cause like, don't get me wrong. I don't think that his job is any more important than her job. I don't think that him having money makes 
like, I don't think it's, you know, better or anything like that. But I just, I guess I'm also somebody who I'm in a long-term relationship and we, we don't combine our finances. And so like, I've just always kind of seen my money as my money and I get to be generous with it. I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm not being told what to do with it. And so I suppose like, that's, and and, I, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that people that combine their money or nothing, you know what I mean? That's just how it works for us. And so that's kind of the lens I was looking at this as was like, it's just weird that she was telling him what to do with his money, even if it is about to be half hers. Like, yeah. Um, but I, I think, yeah, the way that they've come together and both like agreed to kind of put their own positions aside is really sweet. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I do think like in the moment it was like problem enter solution. You know? Yeah. And I think that's how Monica saw it. Not like, well, Chandler has this and I get to take it because it's what I want to do. It was like. Yeah. And I'm sure projection probably plays a huge part in this. But she's like, it's our wedding. We want this. Yeah. 100%. You know? I think think you're right. I think there's part of that too. But I do think that once she pulls back for a second and she's like, oh, I just, he told me he had money and I just pounced on it and said, we're going to spend it all on the wedding. And she sees how unreasonable that is. But I understand why in the moment it seemed like the solution to their problem, you know, Mm, even if it felt more, it was actually more of a solution to her problem. Um, And I suppose if initially she was thinking that her parents were going to pay for it, it's kind of like... Well, that would have all been her side, you know what I mean, or whatever like that. So maybe it was right. kind of like, right. maybe it was, yeah, right. So like, would he have not had to contribute anything to the wedding? Because his right. parents apparently weren't going to be contributing, which is fine. Um, yeah. But so I don't know that it's totally unreasonable to ask him to be a part of it. But I think the way she did it is what caught him so off guard. She's like, okay, we can spend all the money on the wedding. Great. Perfect. <laughs> this is um, enough for scenario A. Yay. And he was like, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Um, oh, there's a part yeah. that they cut out where um, Phoebe was kind of trying to make Monica feel better. But she was like, no this, no that. I can't have lilies. And Phoebe's like, no, but that's good because – if cats eat lilies, they die. They die. And they're like, what? And she's like, well, all I'm saying is now you can invite cats. And then <laughs> such a when, when Monica's like, it's enough money for wedding scenario A, Phoebe like checks the book and she's like, scenario A has lilies and someone's going to break it to the cats and it ain't going to be me. It ain't going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> I love Phoebe. Oh, it's so funny. I wish I could invite cats to my wedding. Go back and do it all over again. No humans, How just cats. Fun. Just cats. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Wait, that's the graduation song. Oh my gosh, every time. What's the wedding march? Meow, 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 meow. Meow, that's meow, right. meow, meow. There it is. Doing anyway, job, Kitty. if anybody wants me to meow uh, any wedding marches or other songs for them, just write to us at Best Friends Podcast. Um, yeah, so So, since Monica and Chandler are engaged, Phoebe barges into Ross's (laughs) class and says, hi, um, I need to talk to you. It's urgent. And Ross, um, was in the middle lecture (laughs) on... (laughs) 
how he actually came up with the idea for Jurassic Park Jurassic first. Park. And if you and look actually found closely, a good Easter egg. Yes. If you look closely at the chalkboard, it's there's like so on there it was written that he was bitten by a mosquito and that's what gave him the idea. <laughs> like what is he, Spider-Man? Oh um, how many things has Ross tried to claim? So he tried to say that he came up with got milk. Don't make me got show milk. you the napkin. He's now tried to say that he came up with the idea for Jurassic Park. He and he also with- at one point did said that Jurassic Park couldn't happen. Rachel like argued him to death on that. Oh, that's right, because she was like Jurassic Park could happen, and he was all upset. Is that yeah, what? Is, she was like, saying you it could need to be right. Yeah, I was. That's, that's yeah, a good she point. She was saying you always need to be right. Mm-hmm. But. Yes, um, and then he claims he gave up a career in basketball, in basketball to become a paleontologist. He also claimed that that Doctor Monkey joke was his. I'm oh. Doctor Monkey. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not arguing Dr. with that. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. Yeah. So once he finishes that, he's like, "Oh, can you all talk to each other? Do you know each other's home downs?" Um. And Phoebe is just like, oh, I thought maybe since Monica and Chandler just got in- engaged, I could give them some privacy. Like, maybe I could come live with you for a few days. Yeah, that's a and nice he's idea. he's like, yeah, sure. But what's wrong with Monica and Chandler? She's like, nothing. Why? Why? He's like, you said it was urgent. She's like, oh, because I'm going to the movie. And it starts in like five minutes. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> oh, she's so funny. Um, And so he says yes. And he comes home with a puzzle, one can only assume. Mm-hmm. And uh, he opens the door, and Phoebe has a guy on a massage table, and she's talking in her masseuse voice. Oh, Ross, hi. And uh, she's like, "I'm sorry, I'm, I'm with, with a client a, right now. I'm with a client." Um, and he's like, "You can't massage people in my apartment." And she's like, "I did it, at Monica Chandler." She's like, "They knew." Okay, Ross, what is this really about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, he just doesn't want to be around greasy strangers when he wants to kick back with a puzzle slash cold beer. Um, But she's like, all right, I'll figure out somewhere else to do my appointments. I don't see what the big deal is. And later, Ross is home alone and a handsome woman enters and (laughs) asks for Phoebe and... She asks if he's a massage therapist, and he says yes, because he thinks he's going to get to massage her like a creep. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I feel about this, Ross. Like, well, I kind of feel like this is something that any of the guys, like, it's not good, but as far as in the Friends universe, like, remember Chandler pretended to be Bob or, like, so he could hook up with that model, and Joey, let's not even get started on Joey. So it's gross, but... It's not the worst offense we've seen. Uh, I think it's a little different, though, because, like, pretending to be somebody to, like, dr- pretending you're, bo- you're a guy that just is sensitive because Bob is breaking up with you, drive you into his arms, but saying, oh, yes, I'm a professional. Please get naked on my massage table is just a little further <laughs> than I think is okay. You know what I mean? That's a good point. That's a good, that's a good point. That's some, like... You could, pro- he like could probably a little, get like, suit. Like, he could get arrested for that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, 
Well, thankfully for Ross's rap sheet, it's an old man. And oh my gosh. He comes Honestly, and he is the droopiest, saggiest old man. <laughs> it is when she's like, okay, oh, thank God, Dad. And oh my yep. gosh. I just, I know, I knew it was coming and I just died. I know. And he's like, okay, I'm going to touch you now. And he's like massaging him with wooden spoons and <laughs> dinosaurs and oh. anything but normal massage techniques i love when he takes the wooden spoons and like starts to like do 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 like gets into it like oh this is kind of fun yeah <laughs> and surprise surprise uh phoebe gets a call that the guy who works for her gave her dad a really weird massage <laughs> he said he liked it i exfoliated him with a mop <laughs> He didn't roll up and down. I gave him acupuncture with a pair of chopsticks. Chopsticks. <laughs> you didn't have to roll up and down his back with Tonka trucks. <laughs> oh, it's that. so funny. Um, and they cut and she's like, well, look, you lost me $80 a week. And I'm going to oh, yes. need to make that and money back. And they cut this out. Yes. But he's like, okay, fine. I'll... Look, She's I'll like, until I find client. somebody, I'm going to be massaging you for a hundred bucks a week. And he's like, you said 80. And she's like, you want me to mess up your puzzle? He's like, hundred it is. <laughs> She's such a bully, but it's so I know. funny. Especially to Ross, because he's just such a pansy. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's all talk. <laughs> um, but they cut this out at the very end, too, because Phoebe then gives Ross oh, yeah. a non-traditional a massage. massage. That's right. And she hits him like, with a book. And he gets a dinosaur. And she's like, oh, I'm That's sorry. Like, Did you expect a traditional massage with the hands? And then she, like, takes out that, like, velocid, rather like, yes. the, like saber-tooth tiger. Yes. <laughs> oh. It's so funny. Um, but they cut that out, you guys. You don't get to see it. Try to Google it. <sighs> we, there should be, like, YouTube clips with, like, oh deleted gosh, friend scenes. Idea. Well, sometimes it's, like, one line. True. It's very but quick. like that's a whole scene. Like normally, I was gonna say, oh yeah, because the whole ending the end credits. credits. Yeah, and I don't know why they cut it out for the ending credits. Um, the ad money. I was gonna say we should start a TikTok just called like uncut or like you know deleted friends scenes, but I think we might get sued by Warner Brothers <laughs> unless yeah, we reenact them ourselves. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> Let's reenact them ourselves. It'll be like, it's okay. the one with Dutch. Because like, we're allowed to do that. We just can't play the yep. episode. We'll look into it, you guys. We'll look into Stay it. Stay tuned. How do you um, do it where the audio is over the your video? It's like their audio, but your video. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's tons of Like TikToks all of TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a way around it somehow. I don't really okay, know Okay, we'll how. look into we're not actually going to look into this. I don't want to make no. this promise. It'd be really fun, no. um, but we just aren't going to do it. So if no, anybody like not. thinks they're like, if anybody has like a very easy way for us to do it, then maybe. But we're like real busy. So <laughs> yeah, we need like TikTok for old stupid dummies. Um. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um. And it's then like, it's like Microsoft Windows for dummies. We need like TikTok for dummies with not a lot of time or motivation. Yeah. <laughs> and that are too old to be on TikTok. Um, 
Oh, man. <laughs> Us on TikTok. What a treat. Um, I, uh, the last thing we're going to talk about is Joey is trying to nap. And he's not napping at his own house because no, no, no. the duck did not throw up and it was properly cleaned up. Oh, yuck. And apparently the duck ate his, Rachel's face cream and puked everywhere. <sighs> and Poor duck. Joey is trying to nap, but everybody's, oh, I don't know, trying to live their lives in their own apartment. And Do you got any softer pillows for my... I know. <laughs> you gotta let me nap. You gotta let me nap. I'm gonna get cranky. Um, but... So he finally goes back to his own home and he looks in the bedroom and the duck is still, I don't know, sick. Which this is actually the last time they reference the duck until the end. Really? Until the the end of episode. the season? Final episode. Do they reference the duck in the final episode? Wait, oh, wait, wait, okay. What do they say? Does it have they to dove, do with... dove um, into fun on the farm. Oh, that's right. I was thinking if they said something about not being a good place to raise kids. But, okay. Dove into family fun on the farm. Oh, yikes. Yep. Um, so it's the last time we hear about the chicken and the duck. I feel bad. Yeah. I feel bad that the duck is sitting there sick and Joey's not helping it. But I guess maybe it just needs to pass it. <laughs> Yeah, just get all that face cream out of your system. Um, but uh, Joey goes back, and obviously his bedroom is not an option, and so he goes for the couch, and he notices Rachel's bedroom just sitting there nice and open with her bed made, and they show the inside of her room. Don't you think her room's, like, very boring? Um, I guess it's temporary, if, though. I didn't really think about that. I was going to say, if you saw my room right now, you'd think it was really <laughs> boring. But um, yeah, she, I mean, it's just her room was prettier when she lived over with Monica. But I guess she's just living here. Like, yeah, she thinks it's just going to be like a short lived stint. That's true. Um, but he feels her bed. It's so soft. And he's like, ooh, pillowcases. <laughs> Have you ever get... done this before? Have you ever napped in someone else's in, like, bed? Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know where I would be that I wouldn't have permission to take a nap. I don't know. Like, in this sneaky way? I don't think so. Yeah, have me neither. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you slept um, walked and slept in someone else's bed, but that's another story. That's different. No, I, I don't know why, but... I used to enjoy, I just, I think it's like, you know how sometimes your room, you're just kind of like, eh, like, okay, it wasn't because my room was like dirty and I didn't want to clean it. I think it was just like. You used to sleep in my room all the time. Yep. So at our house senior year, (laughs) I used to come take naps in your room because I think it was just like, your room I think was just like nicer. Mine was really dark. It was like painted a really dark color. Um, and yours was just like nice and light and breezy. And I think you guys had like a nicer comforter. Um, I say you guys, because when we were in, when we were senior year, we all shared bedrooms in this like very small house, but it was very fun. But so I used to go sleep and take naps in your bed. Um, also after senior year, when I still lived in our, 
Thank you. I wonder if you're if everyone else did, but um, after senior year, when I still <laughs> lived in our college town, I there was probably like a couple weeks where I used to go take naps in Sabrina's room, <laughs> and she definitely Funny. didn't know. And I wasn't even that close with her. So like, you've been my best friend since we were twelve. I like just met Sabrina that year. I don't know. It's probably not very That's nice, but really there was funny. Her room was just like it was it was just like cool. It was like um the rest of us were in like bedrooms and hers had been converted to a bedroom, but it was like wooden floors, wooden walls that had all been painted white. It was like she just had like a really nice, clean, minimalist aesthetic. It was just, I used to go read my book in her room. That's, I don't think I napped. Mm. I think I just used to go read my book in her bed, <laughs> which is yeah, and then you not fall cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think I stopped when one time I went you in there caught? to go. No, I was walking barefoot across her floor to go to her bed and I stepped on glass and cut myself because I think she had um, accidentally dropped a picture frame and like mm-hmm. must not have like swept up all the glass. And yeah, I cut myself on a piece of glass and I was like, I should probably stop doing this. <laughs> That's so really funny. Sorry, I forgot Sabrina. that you always used to sleep in my bed, but I liked it. I thought it was cute. I would come home and you'd be napping in my bed. I come home for a long day of work and Ashley's eating bonbons in my pajamas. I hope everyone, I'm glad, I'm, I'm very lucky that you thought it was cute. <laughs> I did think it was cute. Um, I actually have a picture of Ashley sleeping in my bed with Wilbur, her cat. That oh yeah, the cat that came and lived with us. We were both um, napping in Renee's bed. <laughs> yeah, they were both napping in my bed. I thought it was very cute. Um, that oh, was the man. summer that I had like four jobs and Ashley dressed up as Chester Cheetah as once. A cheetah once. <laughs> Oh, boy. Just getting all the naps in. Um, I was being very Joey, really. Yes. So he's going to take a nap in Rachel's bed, which I think is like borderline. Um, Clearly later she gets mad, but I don't know that it's necessarily because of the nap. Um, So he tries to lay down. I don't think I'd want my like gross guy roommate sleeping in my bed. That's really true. Yeah, that's actually a good point. You sleeping in my bed versus Joey sleeping in my bed are two very different things. Yeah. Um, And he feels a little lump under the pillow, so he pulls it out, and it's a book. And he reads it, and it's like, Zelda, look at the chimney sweep, and her, the vicar wouldn't be home for hours, or burning loins. Like, her all these loins things. were burning. And he's like, hoo-hoo, she's got a dirty It sounds look. like the sexy princess bride, you know? Yeah. It's, like, very medieval. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, later, Rachel comes home and Joey is sweeping and he's like, oh, I'm just sweeping. Why does it turn you on? <laughs> she's like, uh, no. And she's making, all, he's like trying to do all these little things. And finally he's like, the, the vicar won't be home for hours. <laughs> Joey, where did you where learn, did you that, learn word? that word? <laughs> where do you think? Zelda. Zelda. Oh, my God. I love how he teases her with this. It's so funny. It's funny at first. But then it is. He's like, just I like, think this scene is yeah. funny. This I think scene this is, scene funny. is funny. But then when and it's like yes. days and days and days. Yeah. I do. I'm proud of Rachel that she just stands up for herself. She's like, I, I'm not ashamed of my book. There's nothing wrong with it. Yes. Yeah. But then later, I mean... I can only imagine it's like the next day. I actually think this is pretty funny when he's like, do you smell something? No, no, no. Seriously, I think it's burning. And she's like, oh, yeah, I get it. Very funny. Chimney sweep. And he's like, 
no, no, no. It must be your burning loin. <laughs> well, I love when he's like, when Ross is like, oh, this coffee's cold. Rach, can I heat it up on your loins? <laughs> what I love is when he's like, oh, so I guess you bought that book after we broke up, huh? And yeah. she's like, yeah, because I wore out my first copy when I was with you. And then he yeah. thinks he's getting her back, and he just digs himself into a giant hole. Oh, I forgot about this Yeah, part. well, when we were together, I read tons of porno magazines next to these <laughs> women. He's like screaming so. it out in front of these women. I watched tons of porn when we were t- like, Oh, oh And that's actually right when Phoebe comes in and says, Ross, how could you do that to an old man? And oh. he's like, ladies, excuse me. I love it when Ross looks bad in front of strangers it's so funny i know um and then finally ross come or joey comes out with a helmet because he thinks a vicar is a goalie <laughs> when she's like what do you think and a vicar is like, i don't know some kind of goalie <laughs> yeah like a goalie right um and he he's like quoting more of the book which honestly maybe joey should get more of these books it seems like he's reading an awful lot um and finally rachel flips it on his head and she's like okay let's do it yeah i've been trying to fight it but you just said all the right things come on joey sex me up and he's like she had i'm scared (laughs) she had to because she was like joey seriously like you're making all these sleazy innuendos yeah it's annoying it's gross and then he's like what do you want me to take you roughly in the bar? Like he's he's yeah. just doing that typical guy thing where I he know. just takes it's it like, too get, far, and it's, and it's not like, funny anymore. And she's like, she let she you know, there's it's like one thing to tease somebody, right? But then she was like, hey, I'm seriously asking you to stop, like yeah. earnestly, please stop. And then he just doesn't. And so I'm yep. really glad that she changes tack and she's like, all right, all right, let's do it. Get ready for a rough ride. <laughs> Yep, you were in for well played, a rough ride. Rachel. Yeah, she does a great job, and then he like some reverse gets psychology. Scared. I don't want to. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I'm scared. So hopefully Joey leaves her alone from now on and doesn't sleep in her room, Ashley. <laughs> what? I'm not in your room what? right now. Why do? I don't know. What? Aww. Does anybody else with me there? Like, there's just something cozy about somebody else's room. <laughs> <laughs> It's a nice change of scenery oh, to read your book. It's a nice change of scenery for a <laughs> nappy poo. Um, well, yes, that is the end of the one with Rachel's book. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Yeah. Uh, a very funny one. And we'll be back next week, same time, same place, with Season 7, Episode 3, <gasps> The One with Phoebe's Cookies. Yay, can't wait. Yay. All right, have your cookies ready, and we will see you then. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.